Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Welcome Home, a podcast brought to you by H6 Homes in Orlando, Florida. This week, Eric and Alex dive into the difference between salespeople and realtors, discuss commission earnings and splits, why the industry is under attack, and provide advice on how to deal with these big changes. Tune in to learn more about the sales process and what options you have. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Welcome Home Podcast, powered by H6 Homes. My name is Eric Mieles. I'm joined with my co-host and business partner, Alex Vasquez. Hey, everyone. How are you today? What's going on with you, man? I'm great, man. Great. Excited to be here. I'm alive, doing well. It's all good, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any plans for the weekend? Um, Yeah, maybe go catch a movie, you know, something like that. It's cool. Yeah, how about you? You want to listen to a couple podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thinking of taking the bikes out, man. Nice. nice. There is, uh, for anybody who didn't, didn't know, listening locally, Orlando has what's called Orlando Critical Mass. It is a once a month bike ride where it's actually a social movement that happens across the world. And it's a day where bikers feel like they can take back the streets. And um, in, a, in an announcement to increase motor vehicle and bicycle safety both sharing the roads together well i'll tell you i was in london a couple of months ago and it felt like that every day really i mean bikes bikes just dominated the streets yeah. it was dangerous yeah. driving there yeah. i felt intimidated <laughs> well um that's what i might do and uh, i've only done it once and it's a cool thing it's a cool thing nice man enjoy yeah thank you thank you so let's get into today's show i was thinking about some um market myths for this week's segment mm -hmm. and i thought a good one uh, oftentimes you'll hear uh buyers sellers people in the community lump all realtors into one category and say we're all the same yeah right yeah they do yeah you know, yesterday we were at this event that we did yesterday, and that was one of the comments that I made. We are seen in the industry as like these used car salesmen. And it's so unfortunate because um, whether it's a lot or a few, um, there are some of us that take our profession really, really seriously. And we um, really dedicate the time and the energy to our customers, our clients, um, serving them well, educating them well, so that they can make the best decision possible. And like us, we don't, um, you know, we don't think of it as just a check, you know, but unfortunately, and the truth is the truth, right? Unfortunately, there are agents out there, many agents that all they do is want to open a door and collect a check. Yeah, it is the truth. That is a reality. So let's talk a little bit about it real quick. So first and foremost, for anyone out there in the audience that doesn't know, in order to be a licensed real estate salesperson. There is a process that one must go through. Number one, you have to take 63 hours of pre-licensing education. Right. Okay. Once you take the 63 hours, you then have to pass a classroom exam. Correct. Once you pass the classroom exam, you then have to pass a state exam. Mm -hmm. Once you pass that state exam, you have a real estate license, which qualifies you as a real estate salesperson. 
Correct. Not a realtor, quote unquote, yep. because the realtor, believe it or not, is a trademarked name from the National Association of Realtors. That's right. That's number one, yep. right? So believe it or not, which I don't think a lot of people know, there are salespeople out there with licenses, but they're not technically realtors. Right. Right. And the difference between both is um, the ethics Correct. behind it. Subscribing, Subscribing to, a, to code a code of ethics. Of ethics. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so what happens is when a salesperson decides to join the boards, right? So we have a local board. Once you're in the local board, you become part of the state board, which is the Florida Association of Realtors, and then the national board, the National Association of Realtors, right? Correct. And what happens is once you join the boards and you put your license with your brokerage, right? You find a brokerage and you start working there. They're going to want you to be part of the local multiple listing service, correct? Correct. And what happens is now you start to have the tools of the trade, right? This trade, this profession does have tools that allow you to maximize um, the services you provide to a buyer and seller in the community, right? Absolutely. So how many times, I think this is interesting for you, as a listing ex expert working with sellers, you have a home that's on the market and you get a call from an agent. And typically the conversation goes, hey, Alex, I've got someone who wants to see your listing. Would you mind opening up the house and meeting the buyer at the home? Yeah. Tell, tell, tell me what happens from that point on. Well, um, and why that is. Yeah, well, I think the reason why that is is because first, they don't understand the process. That's number one. Um, and two, they probably don't either have an electronic key to open the electronic lockbox because you need to be a realtor to have the access to open up these lockboxes. Um, and Sometimes, quite honestly, they're just lazy and don't want to do it, you know, to be honest. <laughs> right. um, and speaking on that, we I had an agent just recently ask if they could give their buyers the code to get into the house because they didn't want to drive to the community to show the house. And so, yeah, you know. I don't want to get too far off topic, but yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah. And and a lot of times I find, like you said, it's it's they don't have the tools of the trade. They don't have it. We'll often ask them and they'll say, well, I don't have an MLS key, Correct. so I can't access the house. Yeah. And they're doing a disservice to their clients. Yeah. And unsuspecting to that client, I would imagine, they don't know this. They aren't aware that the person that they selected and hired is operating at a... Um, at a level that's not able to provide them the services they should be. I mean, basic as a real estate professional in the market. Well, it just goes back to exactly what I said in the beginning, right? We're all seen as the same. Mm -hmm. And so a buyer doesn't understand that there are certain tools needed, certain levels of education needed to be a realtor and a professional sure um and so yeah that's what happens it yeah. happens all the time so so again we're not all the same because there's varying levels to this profession mm -hmm. there's people that just have a license but aren't part of any boards right. there's people that have a license and join boards but never do anything <laughs> there's people that do a little bit of of work and, and a couple deals uh, and then there's the five percent or so in this industry that actually take this profession to another level level yeah. they really set out to create a 
business with systems and standards and operational procedures and services packages and you know folders and all the things that um, are needed to service clients at the highest level possible. Correct. Yeah. And again, we discussed a lot of this yesterday in our in our panel that we were invited to. Um, just the standards, the tools, and the um, education that we put into it. Uh, it's it's rare to see, and like you said, it's five percent of the of the industry. The Welcome Home Podcast is sponsored by H Six Homes, innovative thought leaders in the residential real estate industry. Check out h homescom to learn more. So it's a good segue. Let's uh, unpack a little bit about today's topic of discussion. Yeah. And so in the news recently, there's lots of talk. Uh, about commissions, mm -hmm. splits, uh, compensation models. It seems like uh, the technology companies, right, are all gunning for our industry because of the margins, if you will, from the commission percentages mm -hmm. that have been around for years and years. Yeah. And they see our industry as a broken model and they're coming in gunning for it to create different services packages and ultimately, in my opinion, aim to take us out. Yeah. So share some insight on that. What, what's your thoughts? What have you been seeing? What have you been thinking? You know, interested. Yeah. So I think our industry is under attack. I think just like you said, the big uh, companies, the big marketing and social media companies are out there trying to gain huge market share. And um, I think we're in for a big change. I think back in the day, um, even not even that long ago, you know, probably 10 years ago, the only way to get information on inventory was through a real estate agent, right? And they, like you like to say, they held the keys to the kingdom because there was no way to get information. And so now um, that's changed. And since back in the day it was like that, the agent created this um, standard of commission that I guess was looked down as normal. And so the standard commission probably ranged between 6 and 7% for any listing. And there was no quarrel about that. There was no pushback because as a buyer, as a seller, there was no other option for me to market my home. So I was kind of forced, I guess, to, to pay this fee whether there was value behind it or not. And I'm not saying that there isn't value to paying a 6% commission because there is if you if there's certain things included. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, nowadays, the industry is so broad and so wide and there's so many options for sellers to market their homes. Um, it just comes down to what really the seller is looking for. And so we have to adjust with the times, right? It's no longer a standard commission rate, I don't believe. We have to be flexible to our sellers' needs, um, their budget, their goals, um, even down to what type of um, marketing and energy it's going to go into marketing each property, right? And so I think something that, we do a little bit differently is we offer options, right? 
And we've had to do that because our industry is is changing. And if we stay stagnant, um, we'll be we'll be out of a job and we'll be out of out of the industry. So um, it's kind of it's kind of where we're going. It's my take on where we're going with commissions as a as a general topic. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. So I remember back in the day, if you will, as you say, right, there were attempts. It, 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 it's not new that our industry has had some people, I should say companies come in trying to disrupt, quote unquote, the industry with a different compensation plan. But um, they may have been around during um, the, 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 the bubble days, right? Or when things were easy. But when markets level out, cool off, you start to see them dissipate, dissipate from the marketplace because they can't sustain, right. right? And so you've seen some attempts from back in the day. But now, um, things are different and it seems like it's full press. Yeah. Um, and there's some viable options that are actually making some headway more than we've seen in the past. Right. Yeah. And so I also want to ask you and discuss this a little bit for the audience or anybody that's out there potentially thinking about selling or whatever the case may be. Oftentimes we'll hear you sit with a seller, you agree on a, uh, on a commission, rate. And as we learned from the first episode, you split half of that commission or a percentage of it to the buyer's agent, right? Mm -hmm. If a seller chooses to offer less than quote unquote, the standard to a buyer's agent, will that impact the marketability of that home on the market? Will it get shown less if they do that? Can they not sell their home if they do that? Tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that. Yeah, great question. So the answer is, yeah, it could have a it could have an impact on the home, on the showing of the home, on the on the way that agents see that home. Um, and we'll be like we always are, right? Really transparent. Mm -hmm. So when an agent goes into the MLS, a lot of times I'm not going to say all of them, right? But a lot of times the agent is going to look at the bottom of that MLS sheet and um, see what they're going to earn if they sell this house. And so imagine if there's five homes they're going to show today and one of them is offering 1%, the other one is offering 2 two of them are offering 25 and one is offering 3%. The nature of some agents are to push the higher percentage commissions. Um, as unfortunate as that may sound, it's the truth. And so, yeah, there could be an impact on how much that property gets shown. I will say as well, a good listing agent, when they go in and sitting down talking to the seller about the competition on the market, we have to be we have to allow the seller to see what the competition is and how potential listings being offered in the community, what compensation those are offering as well, because that is our direct competition. And so a lot of times when I go into a listing appointment and I tell the seller, listen, you have five homes that are comparable to yours. Um, all of them are offering 3%. It's not because I'm trying to push to get higher commission it's because i want them to be aware of what their competition is because of what i just mentioned because there are some agents out there that are going to discard if you will 
certain listings because of a commission rate. Sure. Sure. Hey, I'm glad you said that because, again, the goal of this show is true transparency. And the real answer is yes. It is unfortunate, but there are the few agents who chase checks yep. and will persuade their buyers based on what they're going to earn. Yeah. It is a sad reality of the industry, but it is a reality. Yeah. Now, um, our team services a lot of buyers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, specifically, I work with a lot of our agents on the buy side of our Correct. team. And it is a practice that we most certainly will never employ, right? The goal is to get the best house for that particular buyer's needs. Correct. What we earn is what we earn. Um, because that's set based on what's in the multiple listing service, whatever it is, whether it's 1% or, or 5%, it is what it is. Yep. And, and it never uh, sways our decision. Now, does it hurt when a buyer sees a home on Zillow and we look up 123 Main Street and when we look, they're offering $500 in compensation? Uh, of course, because there's a lot of work to be done for that particular buyer in getting that home. Right. But that doesn't mean, A, we won't show the house. B, we won't help them should that house be the one that they want to buy. And the audience needs to know that there are agents out there like that. Oh, yeah. There are agents that will not help them purchase that home because the compensation is so low. Yeah. Um, and it's sad. It is. It's unfortunate. You know, and a lot of times, like you said, we we operate, our team operates a little bit differently than a, than most teams out there. And um, one thing that I do on the norm, and I don't know if it's because uh, just because I'm kind of old school or because I think I need to always or I know I need to always put my seller's um, interests first. A lot of times after sitting with a seller, if we've decided to take a a lower commission option, which we offer, um, I will still offer the buyer's agent a higher amount than I am getting or that we are getting. Uh, case in point, we're closing on a property on Monday that we took a lower commission structure and that buyer's side of the transaction is going to earn more uh, commission than we will. And it's because Again, my duty is to sell that property for that seller. I committed to that seller to get that property sold independent of what our agreement was. Uh, what I agreed to take as a commission, I'm going to offer that buyer's agent a little more just so I can get the property sold. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And, and, and also, let, let's not forget good relations out there in the marketplace oh, yeah. amongst other professional agents goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, they bring a lot of value, right? A good buyer's agent is very valuable to you in the transaction as a good listing agent. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. Yeah. So maintaining good relations, good working relations with other agents, um, it, it, it really is important when you get to a high level of doing what we do. Um, some takeaways that they can uh, really... Um, you know, take from, from, from today, I would say on my end, um, again, it seems like the takeaway is always going to be have these discussions, right? Sit down with a qualified professional and talk this out. If you're a seller and you're considering selling your home, first and foremost, find someone who's not going to be biased. And in my opinion, share openly what all the options are right? I don't think, and I'm not going to speak for you, but when we're sitting in front of a client or I'm sitting and speaking with a seller, I'm not afraid 
to discuss different levels of compensation, different models, different things that exist. Because my job is to be a consultant for them. Mm-hmm. It's not to sell them in that moment, use me, use me, use me, right? I want to consult with them and provide them a platform to help them reach their goals. Yeah. And if we have this deep dialogue with them, they can go through a checklist in their mind of, oh, wow, I thought I could get by by offering X, but you really gave me some things to consider, and I think I'll go with your option of offering B. You know what I mean? Just yeah. just talking openly. Yeah, absolutely. That's That's the main takeaway for this one. I think it's know you have options, understand who you're working with. And I think one thing that we maybe didn't touch as clearly is if you choose to go with option B, C, or D in in a commission structure, understand what that option includes for that amount. Sure. Because they may think that they're getting uh, a discounted commission, but they're going to get full services. And so know your know what each option includes and ask the questions. Don't be scared to ask questions. And if the agent doesn't have the answers, then you may want to think about talking to another, getting a second opinion, talking to another agent. Yeah, all great points. Um, always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, man. Same here, man. Good stuff. It you is. know, we, we have this... Uh, deep dialogue about a profession that we enjoy and are passionate about. I hope the audience can feel our passion and the information that we want to impact them with. And, um, you know, another episode, man. Absolutely, man. I really like it. Um, If anyone has any questions for us, wants to reach out to us, you can find us on Instagram at H6Homes. You can find us on Facebook at H6Homes. You can uh, contact me directly. Uh, My number is 321 Four four three three four eight three. My name is Alex Vasquez and Eric. Yep, and uh, you can reach me at four zero seven three eight three two one eight nine. Go um, subscribe to the show. Right, this yeah. is new for us. It's Absolutely. a new project, so ask hopefully, questions. yeah, ask questions, subscribe, um, hit us up, send us a message. We're here, totally open and transparent. So, uh, thank you for your time, man. Always a pleasure. Yeah, same here, bro. Till next episode. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and took value in Eric and Alex's insight and advice. The H6 Homes team aren't your average realtors. They put their clients' interests first. They don't sell, they consult in order to meet their clients' goals. Like they said, don't ever be afraid to ask questions to understand the buying selling processes. Thank you so much for listening to Welcome Home, a podcast sponsored by H6 Homes in Orlando, Florida. You can find H6 Homes online at h6homes.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle H6 Homes. Thank you and have a great week.